Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message about finding prayer to the pulpit on February 1st, 1970. Scripture was from the book of Mark, first chapter, the 35th verse, and it says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. So finding prayer. You know, as we start this discussion this morning, we have to come to the realization and, and remember that Jesus was a busy man. Jesus was a man whose days were filled with activity. And he was also a man who recognized that he had to find time to pray and to talk to his Heavenly Father. In that way, Jesus was very much like most of us. Now, Dad went into this discussion remembering the church services that he had gone to as a child. Now, the minister at that time tried to convince everyone, just as they do today, but today is about 100 years later than when my dad was a kid, but that it's important to have a family time each day where you think and discuss the Bible. And dad described his schedule from when he was a teenager. And, well, we're talking the late 1920s, early 1930s, over 100 years ago from today. And my dad's schedule and his family's schedule sounds really familiar with ours today. Get up at 6, 6.30 in the morning, rush around, get breakfast done, get people off to school and work. Then they'd work all day, go to school all day. They'd have their after-school activities. They'd come home, they'd study, get home uh, 5.30 or 6. And, you know, my grandmother would prepare dinner and my grandmother and grandfather you know, would sit down with my dad. He was an only child and sit down with my dad, have dinner. And then afterwards, my grandmother, who had run the insurance office during the day, would then do the household chores, and my dad would study. And my grandfather, who sold insurance, well, he frequently spent his evenings out visiting with insurance prospects. Well, then he went to bed, and then he got up the next morning, and they did it again. That sounds like a very familiar schedule to today. So having that family time was really fairly difficult. And we all know that just choosing a scripture and then reading it and then discussing it, well, it's really not that easy. And they had a booklet then that came out that was called The Upper Room. And I believe that in some form, The Upper Room is still being published. Now, in addition to that, though, today you could do a podcast, you know, like this one. For instance, you could listen to this podcast and you could sit there and discuss what it is that's being said and what I say and what I say correctly and what I say incorrectly. But how often is it that, you know, a podcast is shared with other people? And by the way, if you haven't shared this podcast with anyone, I I really want to encourage you to do that. Because I do think that this is a great way to have the Word of God to be put out there for people to hear. So finding time to pray. Well, Jesus was busy. And his Sabbath day, he, he spent, you know, he went to the synagogue. And there he studied and then he taught. And then he might cast out a man who had an unclean spirit. And then he healed some folks. 
Well, and then in that scripture, then he went to Peter's house. And, and Peter's mother-in-law had come down with a fever. So he healed her. And then, well, when the Sabbath ended at sundown, the people who had heard that Jesus was, was there in town, well, they came with their sick. So then he could heal them. Well, he didn't have any time to be alone and talk with the Lord during that, those particular days. So in the morning, the text says, in the morning, rising a great while before day, he went out and went to a solitary place and there prayed for a time. So Jesus found through his own personal discipline time to talk with God. And, you know, we forget sometimes because we love Jesus and we think of him as the Lord. And we do have to remember Jesus was a man. I mean, he got tired just like any other man gets tired. And he needed his sleep. And that discipline that he had to go out and pray really becomes even more impressive when you realize and you remember that he is a man. So how do we pray? I mean, how do we do that well? And what I think is that most people really have never learned how to pray. And I, I certainly don't think that I'm particularly good at it one way or the other. But they say that the Lord's Prayer, and that's a great start because it is the guide for a meaningful prayer. And everything you should do in a prayer is done in the Lord's Prayer. But you very seldom see or hear of people practicing their prayers. That, I think, is what a person should do. So I think they need to practice. And I think that as a person prays more often, he gets better at it. And as he or she gets better or more comfortable at it, well, prayer just becomes more natural and it is more easily done. So here's some thoughts and take them or leave them, you know, but here are my thoughts of what I think. And I'm Trust me, I am not an expert at, at prayer. But I noticed early on when, when dad was in the pulpit and he was doing the pastoral prayers or other prayers from the pulpit, compared to other people that I heard up there, they were very short. Now, they were heartfelt and they were to the point, but they were very short. And he very seldom had notes or anything that he, that he talked about in these prayers. I mean, they were... I wouldn't want to say that they were completely off the cuff because I'm sure he thought about them some, but it was so short and, and right to the point. And, and it wasn't because my dad wanted a different outcome from the prayer than what the other pastors wanted, but, you know, he didn't think that he had to pray for five or 10 minutes in order to get that point across. So without practicing what it is they want to say, it would be very hard for my dad to go up there and, and really pray kind of free form as he went through that. And I'm sure he thought about what he wanted to say. But the pastoral prayers were short. They were heartfelt. They were to the point. Now, I'm not saying that his way was better than the other. It was certainly shorter, but it was not, it's not necessarily better than the other. So a prayer can be simple or it can be complex. That really comes down to. But regardless of that, it has to be sincere, and it has to have the proper intent. Now, if you Google how to pray, well, you will find a lot of different opinions of things, which in, in those writers' opinions absolutely need to be included in any prayer. Now, my opinion is a bit more simplistic. I think, like everything in life, practice is important. And every time you pray, you will become better and more comfortable speaking with my with the Lord. 
In my opinion, faith is the key part of any prayer. You have to have faith in the Lord, and you have to have an understanding within your own heart of how important living a Christ-like life is. And then I think it doesn't matter where you are or when you pray. I think you can pray while you're on a run, or you can pray at your desk at work, or even in schools. I mean, remember the joke which says you can't take religion out of schools as long as you have students taking tests, because a student will pray before they take a test. And what position should you be in or have for a proper prayer session? I mean, classically, you hear about a person hitting their knees, and while they're praying, bowing their heads while they pray. But is that really necessary? Well, personally, I don't think so. But I do think that taking the time to bow your head helps you to focus in the moment. So what might happen while you pray? Well, you might come to some conclusions while you do this that it's you talking to God. And it, and it makes you understand that the world is bigger than you. And you might find that prayer helps you gain religious strength. And you can communicate your real feelings and you can trust at the end that God is with you. I hope that this has helped. And I hope this helps a person with their prayer life. You know, please tell God you love him and say you're sorry for not living as perfectly as you could. And thank God for his blessings. And if you have a concern, well, let him know what that concern is. And if that's all you do in a prayer and you do that frequently, I think that you'll find the communication with the Lord becomes very natural and becomes very easy and respectful of the Lord, of course. And when all else fails, the Lord's prayer is always there as the perfect guide. So keep practicing praying to the Lord. Thank you for listening to this today. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.